Hello guys, this is Priyanka Rana and it's a beautiful morning with cold breeze and I thought it'll be great if I can launch my first ever episode through my channel Conversation Cafe today. I'm very excited today and I'll tell you why. Well, as you all know that through this channel, I'm aiming to provide some insights and share some wisdoms around the risk management and what are some of the best practices in leadership from a corporate perspective. And for this, I can definitely never do it alone. So the format was to bring in some exceptional leaders through the corporate industry and, you know, uh, let them speak, let them share some wisdom, let them share them some insights with all of us. Also through this channel, uh, I'm trying to support the younger generation who are already in their in their journey in the corporate or the financial industry, and but they're struggling to find a firm footing. Uh, but to own their skills, they're they are kind of motivated, they're inspired to uh, you know enhance their skill set, enhance their knowledge, and also to understand how to navigate their career in the industries. So yes, for that, um, I thought it's it's a wonderful idea. We can bring in some experience, uh, which obviously comes along with wisdom. On that note, I have my first guest uh, guest speaker today, and I'm really excited to welcome Lakshman Pandey. Lakshman is a no new name in the field of bank, in the field of corporate, um, I think if he has, if I'm not wrong, he has more than 22 years of experience in banking, sales and risk management. Uh, he has been a through and through leader, a mentor and enthusiast in himself. Recently, he pivoted his career in a new direction, which of course is bold in a way, but displays his absolute conviction. Without much ado, I will now welcome Lakshman and we can get started. However, Lakshman, I really want to welcome you. And of course, I'm sure I've not covered everything about your career. So, uh, you know, would you like to uh, share some insights on your career, on your experience, and then we can get started. Good morning, Priyanka. Uh, thank you very much for having me, uh, honoring me as your first guest in this podcast. Uh, I laud your uh, objectives and I wish you the very best. Thank you. Uh, thank you for also for speaking so eloquently about me. Uh, <clears throat> just to add a little bit more flavor, I've been working for uh, 30 plus years, um, 30 years in the organized sector with two banks and, you know, and, and, a, and a few more prior to that as well. Uh, there have been many firsts in my career, issuing the first credit card in Nepal, Bangladesh, um, getting some uh, latest technology into into the country in Nepal in the card business, etc. Uh, highlight has been the last seven years where I've been able to leverage all my operations, uh, sales, business development, product development experience into managing risk. Um, and um, I have to say, it's come very handy all that experience because. It is because of that experience that I'm able to see uh, at things at a very holistic uh, in a very holistic manner. So, um, without um, getting much into details, I'll let uh, Priyanka take the show here, uh, and we can always um, talk uh, more. 
Great. Thank you, Lakshman. And I'm sure I I was never able to sum up this much of an, a wide experience. But yes, uh, you know, as I said in the in initial part of this, um, I'm really excited. And yeah, I do want it, you know, before getting into the nitty gritties of, you know, what your expertise is, or, you know, the core granular details, I really wanted to understand from you. Uh, you've been a leader for quite a number of years. What role does leadership play um, in a in a risk culture or developing the risk culture of any organization? What are your thoughts about it? It's it's a wonderful question, Priyanka, and this is a question that um, a lot of organizations around the world have answered and are still answering for themselves. Uh, what role does leadership play in the risk culture? They play the biggest role. The vision has to come from the top and the vision uh, or, or mission of any organization is to make profits for its stakeholders, it's to take care of its employees, it's take, to take care of its customers. But to, in order to do all of that, they need to make sure that they are aware of the risks uh, and not just they, the whole organization needs to be aware of the risks and the whole organization needs to be cognizant of what are the steps that need to be taken to mitigate that risk. So given it's, uh, you know, it's, it's um, a fairly new concept in terms of risk culture, uh, it has to come from the top. Any, any culture, you know, even if we talk about our own personal lives, the culture that we grow up in is coming in from our elders, right? Uh, it's not um, bottoms up, it's uh, up down. Uh, and therefore, the importance of leadership is where they tell the organization, they make the organization aware that this is one area that you need to keep in mind all the time. Whether you're running an uh, back office um, operations or whether you're in the front line bringing in more business, you need to be aware of uh, risks involved. The second step after that for them to do is to then create the environment where the whole organization can understand, learn um, to identify, assess, and mitigate risk. Uh, risk is not, you know, in an organization is not just the domain of the people working in the risk department. Risk is a domain for everybody in any organization uh, to be aware of, to know of, and to act on. And that messaging comes from the top. Thank you. Um, uh, well, Lakshman, this is absolutely clear to me, you know, and it's, it's I think that that's why it's coming from experience that it comes from top. The culture, or I'd say, uh, you know, this is something that runs into any corporate, but it comes from the top essentially. Now, uh, you know, on the contrary, do you also think that some sort of contribution from a mid-level or a lower-level management or, you know, the employees that work for an industry, they also have some sort of contribution to developing the risk culture? I mean, is it a trait? Is it something like uh, a tableau or a Python or any language that can be taught or trained through some sessions or, you know, just some webinars? Is it something like that? Or is, is it something that has to be innate to a person and, uh, you know, a person with that sort of trait should only get into corporates. I mean, I'm, I'm really confused about this. Okay, let me try to answer this uh, in a different way. Uh, what you're talking about is more about the tactics, right? Uh, what leadership does is creates a strategy. The strategy to make the organization risk aware, 
uh, and therefore a very strong risk uh, culture uh, prevailing in the organization. What role does middle management play? You know, if you look uh, at where leadership starts, leadership starts from the time you are a team leader. So, you know, what I'm talking about, the strategy that comes right from the very top of an organization, that strategy is implemented and executed by leadership down the line. And therefore, you know, it, it just needs to percolate right down to the uh, lowest denominator in an organization. Uh, and then you need to up. Is everybody born with uh, uh, with with um, an understanding of risk? Of course, they they are right. You when you when you are a toddler, you crawl, and if you're on the bed, you're crawling, and then you're you know there is a there is a phase in the toddler's life when they don't know where the edge is, and they may fall over. So the parents will create a boundary there so that the child doesn't fall off. But as the child grows up, they start understanding that there is an edge and then they stop going to that end or then or moving back into the center of the table. That's risk mitigation. That's understanding risk. So innately, risk understanding is there in every human being. But when it comes to an organizational level or, a, or an enterprise or a company, uh, there are different types of risk. And sometimes you need, and not sometimes, most of the times, you will need to create an awareness in terms of saying, look, I'm a salesperson. My job is to bring business. But no, that's not enough. The business should be risk-free or least risk uh, business that they need to be. So they need to be taught that and how to go about it. Right? You get fresh graduates joining a company. They don't know as they come in, what are the risks involved in that company? So they need to be taught that. Now that could happen through webinars, trainings, orientation programs, and then you know as as they expand and they move into a more refined risk role in an organization, then you know technical skills like knowing Python's and Archer, etc., will come into play. So it's a combination of everything, but like I said, the tone needs to be set from the top, uh, but the bottom needs to be open to take it down, imbibe it within themselves and learn and come up the curve. Lovely. Um, well, that, that makes absolute sense. And I never thought this way that throughout our lives, as from being a child, we've been risk aware in some manner or form. You know, that, that's a everybody in this world is a risk manager. Oh, that's that's that should be the note of the day i'd say thank you lakshman for sharing this so yeah i think it's it's clear so lakshman when when new people like you said you know out of the college fresh graduates join in uh you know it's i i'd not say that it's very very tough but it's sort of a lengthier process to understand the organization to understand what works for them what doesn't work from for them so do you have any small piece of advice? I know this is off track because we were talking about something else, but uh, you know, as a, as a person who's joining the company, what is more important to understand the length and breadth of the company or to go deep into what you're hired for? What exactly should be the first thing? Good question. Again, you know, I'll go back to life <laughs> and uh, don't get bored with it. Uh, as we start our school lives, we start, you know, with learning language, right, cognitive skills. And then we gradually learn, you know, as, as, as we progress in, in the schools, uh, the subjects vary from language to history to mathematics to science, a bit of almost everything, 
and then as you reach senior high school you've narrowed it down uh, to certain f- subjects that you want to specialize in in the rest of the uh, life you go to college you're narrowing it further down and then even in college when you go to university and you're doing a, a masters or your phd you've narrowed it down to one subject right so your your interests have kind of gone through a filter uh, and you've come down finally to what uh, you want to do now uh, specifically related to risk um, risk is a subject taught in schools and colleges especially colleges um, you know uh, <clears throat> but it's very few it's a very specialized subject so there's a very there are very few yes. people who go and do a masters or a phd in risk management right uh, invariably what i've seen is and i have met a lot of colleagues from across the industry in risk management space they've uh, come into an organization moved into a risk role either as the first role or subsequently you know when they're navigating the contours of an uh, of an organization and they land up in risk and they decide to then upskill themselves so they go and do certifications etc which is good i do feel like i said every employee of an organization is a risk manager every everybody is born a risk manager uh, i do feel that one of the things or subjects or at least if not in depth but at a broad level that needs to be uh, spoken about that needs to be taught to new joinees uh, during their orientation program onboarding programs is risk what are the risks that the organization faces whichever role you may go to there are a broad set of risks that i think will set the tone of how you know you're getting people uh, into the mode of the organization's risk framework that's one but the other thing that i also feel should could be done uh, and should be done and i believe a few institutions have started doing this which is getting people these young graduates job ready one of the skills that they need to be taught when they are ma- being made job ready is risk management so you may you know you you might be getting into a marketing job and therefore you have joined this institute before you join a company or even in the university where they teach you the a to z of marketing but there should always be a z plus on risk management that's how you will get you know ready made risk managers for organization in every role and therefore the organization will certainly benefit and you know bring stability and efficiency in their functioning i hope that answers your question priyanka it it wonderfully does lakshman and it's such a great thing to to talk about you know at an orientation level only if people can be taught about i'm not saying that they 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 have to go deep but you know just voicing out what you said and i i hope i'm getting it right that maybe they should be aware of what they're here for and how they're contributing to the overall growth of the company by taking care of a to z risks i think that awareness should be um you know actually planted in them at the time when they come because absolutely you know fresh out of college people they would not have an exposure of this sort so i think it's a wonderful contribution or a wonderful thought that you've shared uh, i'm i'm sure a lot of companies are already doing it but if they're not i i hope our listeners would pick up from this because this is something that is 
absolutely important uh, so thank you for sharing oh, bang on bang on absolutely and i hope like you said uh, you know uh, especially the hiring side the hr the learning and development sides of organizations hear this incorporate this within the onboarding um, uh, curriculum uh, it will it will uh, benefit them tremendously yep absolutely well thank you lakshman and uh, you know on the note of sharing wisdom of with our speakers uh, i i i've always gotten intrigued by some of the quotes with some well known speakers and you know and everyone has different interpretations but i would like to know yours so you know i was just going through and uh, there is one particular quote which is very special to me and i wanted to you know you to share how you interpret this quote what it means to your life uh, uh dr abdul kalam has once said speak only when you feel your words are better than the silence and that was that stuck with me so do you have any interpretation of this if you've ever heard it i have i have and uh, um uh this this is a sentiment a principle imbibed by many people uh made very popular by dr uh, kalam uh it it uh, if i'm not mistaken it's uh, it gets reflected in many religious books also uh yes. the the you know as as we think of this uh, quote we should also remember another phrase which says silence is golden um uh, lovely and yeah it, it is it is just like uh not exactly the same meaning but you know it has the same connotations and we also, and we also have to remember that words uh that that come out of our mouth uh, at the time of um, say when we are angry or we are in a in a bad uh, mood you can't take those words back right and what you might end up doing therefore is hurting someone um even though you didn't mean to right and even if you mean to you shouldn't hurt anybody because you don't want to be hurt yourself so if there is a situation where you need to react uh, reacting with a, with silence is more powerful than reacting with your words or even you know any other way so i i completely agree with this remember the other thing you know um whether it's in life or in corporate world you need to be a very strong listener and to be a strong listener you need to have a lot of patience and patience means being silent some of the times mm-hmm. i have come across people who are always in a hurry to keep talking um some may be talking sense some may talk nonsense some may be in between but you know what it do, what they do, invariably are doing is they are stopping somebody else from completing their thought uh, and therefore they are reacting in a half big manner or to a half big question or a comment so i've always believed um, that to take a step back and to remain silent helps me and in most of the cases helps the the party who is in front of me as well yeah and i think it's it's uh, i think this you know from what you said lakshman even if you are bubbling with thoughts even if you have a lot of things to say i think silence is like you said silence is golden i think 
two minutes of just restoring your thoughts, then formulating it and then coming out. I think that makes more sense always. Uh, you must be a, a an excellent you know orator or you 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 can be a person with excellent thoughts in your head but i think always it's important to listen what the other person has to offer i i you always find something worth out of it you know that's also one of oh absolutely the, uh contributions absolutely. to this yeah absolutely i'm you know one of the things that uh, you should also remember is think before you speak uh-huh right and 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 building this uh, ability to remain silent is basically giving you the edge both in terms of um, giving you time to think mm -hmm. and number two uh, you know, kind of if it's if it's it's if it's an aggressive uh, situation that you are in um, shaking the person in front of a little bit as well right yeah. so yes you know remember um, it's always good to remain silent silence is golden think before you speak so they all kind of you know, come into the same uh, circle and play of things. Yeah, absolutely. And I really feel that, you know, and I've experienced this myself, that silence is actually sometimes proven very, very powerful than speaking out. So, yeah, I totally agree. And powerful is one thing that stuck with me because, you know, when, when you, so like the, some of the people say, uh, you know, being silent is also a kind of an answer. So, yes, I definitely yes. agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Great. Okay. Well, thank you, Lakshman. I really, you know, I really respect that you, you've you just shared this insight on this wonderful quote. And, you know, it's, it's always good to understand from different people what their perspective, how they interpret a particular message from, from you know, people from the past. So, yeah, it's, it's absolutely wonderful. And I really want to thank you, Lakshman. Um I, I know we did not go very deep into, you know, expertise or, you know, your niche skills where we wanted to talk to you about, you know, some core risk management aspects, some some insights on operational risk, which I'm sure you'll be kind enough to give me your time for. And I would do look forward for that as well. But for today, I really want to thank you for just sharing some of the very basic but deep insights on how a corporate culture works, functions from a leadership aspect. What are your thoughts on the new joiners, how, the, how they should navigate their career? So I'm really thankful for you to taking out your time and uh, you know sharing the, the, the words of wisdom with me. Do you have any closing thoughts, Lakshman? Yes, uh, it's been a pleasure, honor uh, to be here. And I'm uh, happy to come back again and again. Uh, I I just want to wish you the very best in this journey. It's an interesting, exciting journey. Um, and uh, uh, I'm always there to support you in whichever way I can. So all the best and uh, looking forward to speak to you again. Great. Thank you, Lakshman. And uh to our listeners, I just want to tell everyone that yes, we're going to speak deeply for risk management, for leadership, and for corporate and financial institutions. But uh, just keep a watch out for this channel. We'll have uh, a lot of wisdom coming from Lakshman and many other speakers. Thank you, Lakshman, for your time. You have a good day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye.